Welcome to the Battling Pickle Podcast. This is a space where I, Dr. John Westfall, put together little mini lectures and podcasts for my students. Battling Pickle is an homage to the institution that I teach at, which is Delta State University. One of our mascots is the fighting okra. I'm not as ferocious as an okra, but I do like pickles. This is an interesting place to be recording a podcast. At present, I am on the walking trail in downtown Cleveland, Mississippi, approaching College Street. I've been on this walking trail pretty much every day, or almost every day, for a year, ever since I realized the pandemic was not going to end anytime soon, and I needed to get out and do something other than stay at home and work on my computer. And the reason I'm recording the beginning of this podcast from here is to talk about routine and talk about how when we think about being an intentional teacher, we often think about the routines that we fall into and if they are doing much good. In terms of walking on a walking trail, that is a routine that I started with intentionality and it did quite a bit of good. Although in the last couple of months, it hasn't been as effective at helping me lose weight as it once was. It still is very effective in terms of establishing a set order of my day, giving me something to think about in terms of when I plan the next day out, and some psychological benefits, clearing my mind, having time to catch up on things that I otherwise would be too busy to think about. And so it's hard to decide if my intentionality is still in this whole process of daily two to three mile walks. As I record this, I am at two and a quarter miles today and getting ready to head home. Today I want to talk a little bit about intentionality and how we decide if the routines that we establish are still useful to our students, or if we're at a point, like I might be, where it's time to change things up. But first, I think I'm gonna go home, take a shower, and cool down. Well, it is now later in the day, and I am not walking anymore. What I am doing, though, is going to give you some thoughts or give you some ideas about how we determine if something is routine with intention or if it's routine that has lost all intention. Routine in a classroom is something that we like for children because it provides structure. And every teacher knows that it's nice to have a set routine so that children know what to expect when they come into the room. They do a series of actions, it's a good thing. Structure is a good thing. But it's only a good thing if it's actually leading to something that's what we want to reinforce. And if we're reinforcing structure of organization or self-control or any of those things, then that's good. But if it becomes just something we do because we've always done it, it loses its intentionality. One of the ways that you will be able to figure out if something still has intentionality is simply discussing what you're doing with someone else and 
if you know that person looks at you and goes, well, why do you do it that way? That might give you a clue. In fact, the book talks about, our textbook talks about um, talk teaching and the idea that just having chats with other teachers can sometimes be very illuminating. And that's something I would actually um, tell you to do with this podcast. You know, we have the ability through Anchor.fm, which hosts this podcast, for you to leave a voicemail that I can use in the podcast episode. Uh, if you have questions and you'd like to hear them on a future episode, you can go to uh, Anchor.fm slash Battling Pickle and choose the message option. And when you choose that option, it will let you uh, basically leave me a message. And I can then... Uh, add it in and respond to it. Sometimes just those conversations are vitally important to being able to understand if what I'm doing makes sense. Because if someone looks at you and goes, why are you still doing that? Or I don't know if that's the best way to do it. That's a way that it's a wake up call to you. Similarly, in the first chapter of the book, uh, it talks about just reading the journal articles out there and the professional development activities that are available to teachers. And this is one that is extremely difficult to find time to do. And that is why one of the uh, assignments that I have, one of the things I ask students often is to think about how they're going to build in that time, because it's not easy. When you are teaching a full load, it's not easy to stop what you're doing and pull out a journal article or pull out a, a Google Scholar search and go, what is the latest in this? Or what is the latest in that? Or take time to dig deeper than just what you saw at an in-service or a workshop. But it's essential because it's where you're going to realize that perhaps the research is either supporting what you're doing, so you do know that there's intentionality behind it. You can point to it and say, I do this in my classroom because this is how it helps my students. And it also tells you if things have changed. And we know that any veteran teacher who's been around more than five, 10 years knows that something they were taught in their classes is different today than what it would be, what it was taught when they took it. Uh, we have a different understanding of teaching as we research more and as we understand more. So just those two little tips to start us off before I get into uh, a couple other deeper issues, I think are essentials. You want to be talking to other people regularly about what you're doing, just having a conversation with a colleague and go, you know, what does the typical day look like in your classroom? How do you structure your day? Um, does it work for you? Why do, why do you do it that way? What helps about that organization? What doesn't help? That gives you quite a bit of information. And simply taking the time to read the articles that uh, come across in your professional development activities. And sometimes this is asking your mentors, you know, what resources should I be using? What elements should I be looking at? You should not think of your education in education as something that you just simply do while you're getting a degree and then never have to do again. Just like doctors uh, and uh, lawyers and other professionals have to engage in professional development to keep their skills sharp, so do we. Those are the surface level. Now let's talk a little bit about a couple of more in-depth solutions to modify our instruction to add intentionality and routine if it's appropriate. So let's talk a little bit about two deeper levels. 
There are two pieces that the textbook mentions that I want to dig a little deeper into. The first is talking about intentional instructors modifying their instruction if they find it's not challenging their students to make conceptual growth or if they find their students are struggling due to developmental unreadiness. It's not very much rocket science to think about it in that way. Change your instruction so that if your students are struggling, your instruction is a little bit lower uh, rigor so that they can latch onto it and then you can ramp it up later. Or if they're already way above what you're talking about, uh, making it more challenging. But we often think about that in terms of subject content. We don't think about that very often in terms of day-to-day -day activities within the classroom. And by that I mean, if you are watching your class and say every morning you give a activity in an elementary classroom that uh, is designed to basically begin the thought process for the day, you know, what used to be called bell work or something like that. You give that out, you give 10 minutes to do it. It's designed to get kids to settle. It's designed to get them ready to go. And you find that about halfway through the year, they don't need all 10 minutes. They don't even maybe need five minutes. Maybe they've completed it. Maybe they're, the training that you've done has actually put them in a situation where they're able to complete that task quicker. That's some, a good example of a routine that is a useful routine. It is something that establishes structure. It allows students to have kind of a, a home sense of what they need to be doing, but it starts to be problematic if it becomes just the routine and there's nothing challenging about it anymore. Same way it could be on the other end of the spectrum. So you give a series of math problems to work on. You've always given 10 problems. All of a sudden, though, entering a new unit on math, those 10 problems are much more challenging than what students were expecting. You might need to drop that down to five problems or six problems. It's just thinking not about the, the, the difficulty of the material or the content. It's thinking about the actual structure in the classroom to change the intention behind it or to make sure, aptly, there is intention behind it. A second way that we need to think about routine and intentionality comes with interpersonal relationships between students. Our textbook mentions that intentional teachers help their students develop positive friendships by giving them opportunities to work in productive groups. The author then says this reinforces friendly altruistic behavior. I think a lot of times we forget how interactions among children are the same as among adults when it comes to our interactions with our coworkers. Sometimes we find that there are better matches in terms of coworkers that get along. Um, and sometimes there's stability in those matches. So I'm thinking about a classroom where group work might be something that's fairly regularly uh, used and in an effort to allow the children to know each other and get to meet each other, uh, the instructor might decide to pair students up fairly randomly at the beginning of the year. By about mid-year, that might not be as well-intentioned as it once was. You know, if, you're, if you have a child who goes, I really don't like working with so-and-so, uh, and in uh, always a random mix-up is not going to be the best, you might actually find that intentionality 
is added back in by allowing students to choose their partners for certain activities versus having them randomly assigned or assigned by you know ability level or however you want to do that. What I'm basically getting at is intentionality can be a good thing at the beginning because you're introducing random and introducing new uh, encounters, but my middle of the, the term, that might be something you actually want to make more fixed or make more uh, reliably fixed for the student. Again, a good example of something that had intentionality at the start, but if it's not carefully monitored, the intentionality just gives way to routine. I really think in this episode, what I'm trying to stress and what I'm hoping you're taking away from it is that routine is good, intentionality is good, but when you divorce those two from each other, the routine loses some of its benefits and we lose that intentionality that we strive so hard for. Don't be afraid of routine. Just simply make sure that the routine is for a deeper purpose. This has been an episode of the Battling Pickle podcast. As I mentioned at the top, my name is Dr. John Westfall. I'm an associate professor of psychology at Delta State University. And this podcast feed, wherever you found this episode, is the feed that I use for all of my classes in psychology, first year seminar, etc. And so if you enjoy this content, you can hear a wide variety of things. If you'd like to interact with the podcast, uh, we are hosted through anchor.fm. So you can just go to anchor.fm slash battling pickle slash message and send me a voice message and i'd love to include that and uh, hear from listeners whether you're in my class or not have an awesome day and i am glad that you spent some time with me